Welcome back to Beyond Well. I'm Sheila Hamilton, and I think one of the most fascinating things that is happening during the COVID-19 pandemic is the conversation around dreams. Catherine Olivetti is a psychotherapist and a writer who holds graduate degrees from Columbia. She is trained as a Jungian psychoanalyst, a family therapist, and a leadership coach. And Catherine's taught in so many settings from Yale Medical School to the University of Messina in Sicily. But one of the topics she's most interested in is dreams. Her book, Dreamwork, 10 Lessons for Understanding Dreams, is currently finishing up also the guided dream journal that will be published this summer. So what better person to talk about dreams than Catherine? Hi, Catherine. So good to see you. Hi, Sheila. Great to be with you. You know, it's interesting because as long as I've been on social media, I've never heard people talk as openly about their dreams as they are during this pandemic. Why is that? Well, I think we're all feeling a little vulnerable and because of the exterior situation, I think we have a little more permission to embrace our vulnerability. And so people, it's a way people are being close to one another. I mean, one of the really interesting things about it is that very ancient cultures knew that dreams were meant to be shared. And so they used them as sort of a guidance for the tribe? They did. Sort of the ancient wisdom about the dream was that it was the way the gods spoke to the community. The dream would come down to one individual, and then the individual would share that dream. That was the way the gods talked to the community. And I, I do think right now, one of the reasons we're getting these very vivid dreams is we could think about it as the gods talking to our peace. Oh my gosh, that's so interesting. Um, in, in After 9-11, you were telling me that you began gathering the research on what people had been dreaming and were dreaming after, before. Talk about that, what you learned, and how that informs this idea that maybe dreams are sort of the guidance for the tribe. Right. Well, the, when I was in New York City at the time of 9-11, and I started hearing things from my colleagues who were therapists, that there were people who had had dreams before that event that were very prescient, really. And I was very interested in that. And so I decided to offer a workshop for people who were interested in dreams about 9-11. Now, I'm telling you, Sheila, I filled an auditorium with people. Some people had dreams of towers collapsing. There were people who had dreams of birds flying into the towers and destroying things. It's almost like the trauma, the pattern of the collective trauma is like in the unconscious and people mm. are kind of picking it up. Yeah, yeah. too powerful not to, right? Especially just because, it, you know, when you learn science, it's all just energy, right? Everything around us is all just energy and trauma is part of that energy field. It's very potent. And also people who have had their own experiences of that, then they resonate with, it's kind of like the vibration, you know, the vibration resonates. Oh, how interesting. Uh, they pick up they, the, the images, they pick up the images. So I, I want to ask you specifically about COVID-19. When did you start gathering dreams? When did you start talking to people about what they were dreaming? How long have you been like in this, in this malay of all of this and what's coming up? Well, the thing is I started pretty much right away when, wow. when, um, 
I mean, we were lucky here in California that, you know, Governor Newsom sort of shut us down sooner rather than later. That startled me. And I thought, well, what can I do? You know, I really wanted to be of service. I mean, I do think being of service is a way of managing the vulnerability that we're feeling. And so one, one of the things that I thought I could do, because I, I remembered what happened with 9-11, and so I thought, well, let me see, let me see now what, what dreams are coming up. And so right away, I put it up on my website. I did a blog post and I put it up on my Facebook account that I was really interested in what people were dreaming. And I started getting back lots and lots of dreams that people have shared with me. And, it's, and, th and this is also really interesting. I have colleagues, one of them is in Milan. Two of them are in South Africa, in Cape Town, South Africa. And when I was talking to them about it and asking about what themes they were picking up, they were picking up the same thing. And the thing is, the themes are really, really interesting. The most prominent theme that is coming up in people's dreams is that people who have passed on, parents, grandparents, ancestors, close friends, partners, are coming back in dreams in a very sweet and nurturing way. They're coming back to help even people who've had troubled relationships with their parents. I'm thinking about one woman who shared her dream that, that her mother, she had a very conflicted relationship with her mother, she said. Um, her mother was coming back to help her plant a garden. So beautiful. I mean, it's beautiful. It's really beautiful. My dad was a doctor, and I had a dream that I got, I got home one day, and dad had showed up, and he said, I just came to help. <laughs> With, with being so vulnerable. I think that, I don't know if you've ever seen the picture of the, there's a veil and the guy peeks through the veil to mm -hmm. see the other side. You've seen yeah. that. It's an of course. Picture, yeah. right? um, I think the veil is really thin right now. And there are like lots of, lots of gaps. And so I think there's just such mutability between the world's right now, I think. Um, do you know what's interesting about that, Catherine? This has nothing to do with dreams, but I'm really noticing it with my animals. Like I, I was just saying, my dog really will not, not be in the same room with me, follows me everywhere, seems to be completely sensitive to this. We have this like strange bird every night out who's walking the parameter of our house. We've never seen him before. Very weird bird for this region like walking up and down, like it's patrolling. <laughs> I'm seeing things, and maybe it's because my veil is more like thin, but I am noticing things I would never have noticed before. Isn't it strange? I really do think, I mean, either, either we're paying more attention or they're paying more attention to us so that we can finally see them, or actually there is some synergy and some connection there. I think there's something mysterious about the connection. Um, one of the other common themes that's coming up now is there's a lot of water, a lot of flooding, uh, tsunami and whatnot. And I think where that's coming is that there are a lot of people who are emotionally overwhelmed, especially for people who don't feel that they have permission to cry. The rising up inside of the tears begins to feel like, oh my God, I'm going to get flooded. Um, one of the blog posts that I did was about I put up some uh, pieces of music 
because I really encouraged people to cry. Yeah. I think it's so therapeutic. Maybe the most therapeutic thing you can do during this entire thing. Yeah. You know why? Because, because we're afraid it's a time where we're going to, our shells are going to get hard because Mm. we're afraid and music moving music yeah everyone has that song that can move them to it right right that that just brings the tears up and it keeps it keeps us from getting hard yeah it's very important not to get hard i think that's the most um profound thing that you've said because i do think that the length that this um crisis uh has gone on how there never seems to be a low for how traumatic and how um, tragic the stories can be and how horrifying the virus is. People can begin to adopt um, rigidness and hardness as a way of responding. And yeah, you're exactly. right. If they, don't, if they don't allow themselves to actually go through this, really feel their emotions of it, boy, we're going to have a mental health crisis in the, this country that's way worse than what we're dealing with now. And we're already in our own pandemic. <laughs> right. But, and the other thing about it is, is that that kind of hardening and sort of dissociating from the vulnerable feelings, very bad for the immune system. I really love you saying that so much. I, I want to um, talk about the idea that people from other regions, other countries are, are sharing the same dreams. Is this because, or at least the same dream themes, is this because we're in a common shared experience right now? Well, that's a really good question. That's a really good question. And I don't, I, I don't know the answer to that. It could be, it could be because we're in a common, you know, a common fear, but it also could be, and this was where what, one of the things that Jung, Carl Jung felt was that because he proposed that there was a level of unconsciousness that was universal. He, I mean, he called it the collective unconscious and he talked about archetypes that because of that, that we do share this level of psyche that is universal. And I think that this pandemic is really driving the universality home. A woman who's very much an elder in her community shared a dream with me. And in the dream, she was in her pajamas and she was in a dorm and there were thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of people graduating all at the same time. And so she, at some point they had to, they had to all go together in order to achieve this graduation, they had to go over a wall. And there was a lot of detail about that. But when I chatted with her about this, I said, first of all, I think being in your pajamas in a dorm, all I could think of was the French word dormir and Italian dormire, which, oh. right? It's not so perfect, right? It's, it's not so about, it's not about a dormitory. No. It's about time to wake up and mm-hmm. no, no longer stay asleep. We have to graduate from being asleep. I, I said, you know, walls are not going to protect us. We are all in this together. And it's so interesting that something um, that is so universal around what can we do to protect people who are vulnerable is us just deciding to stay home. That's almost like this, you know, universal act of love and 
universal act of kindness really is what it is when people are doing this and and that it's working that's what's so remarkable i also love the idea about the mask is really my signal that i'm going to protect you yeah it's beautiful isn't it and the fact that the chinese have known that tenant for so long and people misinterpreted it as them being paranoid no it's them saying i'm giving you an act of love i'm wearing this mask for you it's yeah. beautiful. Well, Catherine, I, I can't wait for your, both your books. I haven't read the first one, but I am going to, and also look forward to this one that's coming out this summer. But if people have a profound dream that they want to share with you, are you still open to it? I would love to. I would. Yeah, I'm still collecting them, and I'm interested to see what comes up. As, you know, as the as the crisis you know moves, to see what what other kinds of themes come up. I think this is such a beautiful idea. And the dream world has suddenly become so vivid for people who never actually even remembered it, which is like a truly, really fun time to discover your subconscious. Right. I guess in a way to think about it as um, that the dreams are the way the gods talk to us, right? I love it. I mean, I feel like suddenly people can go, oh, I have this extra form of communication I didn't know I had, right? Exactly. Exactly. It's beautiful. Catherine Olivetti, it's so good to see you again. Keep up the amazing work and thank you so much. Our show is brought to us by the Foundation for Excellence in Mental Health Care at Cedar Hills Hospital. And if you like the program and if you like things like what we're talking about today, you can always love us up on Facebook, Spotify, or iTunes. Thanks again, Catherine, for being with us. Thank you, Sheila.